Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Do you still view the Bengals mm. as Super Bowl possibility? I don't want to call them contender, but they would make it and you wouldn't be too surprised. Uh, that's a tough one. I I think. At Do you want this, me to answer first? I think at this point in this season, yes, I'd be surprised if they got there. I think I would be mildly surprised if they got More there. More surprised this year than you were last year. No, when I they got sho- there, I was shocked last right, year. Right, that's what I'm saying. I was ready for them to lose every playoff game they played last year. Right, Raiders. They, they were, well, they maybe were, not. Maybe not the Raiders. One, they were still but after the, the Raiders. They were still one. the Bengals. Yeah, and I mean the Titans sacked Joe Burrow a thousand times, and I thought for sure they were going to lose to Kansas City in Kansas City. But what a hell of a run that the Bengals went on last year! And the reason why I say I'd be mildly surprised is that team is still good. Like that team is still on paper a very good football team, and they're just hot and cold. They're the Katy yeah. Perry of the NFL right now. Whoa. They. Have games like Carolina where, oh, yeah, that's the team. Joe Mixon, five touchdowns, 200 yards. Yeah, and like, oh, man, Burrow's efficient, but he still throws the ball down the field a lot. It's it's a perfect storm offensively, really. And then you see games like you did against the Browns, and they can't do a thing on offense, and their defense ain't much better. So they're just up and down right now. Very volatile. But I keep thinking to myself – they were like this last year, too. They were up and down. Now, they were a surprise last year, so people were more to begin noticing with. To of begin the with. up than yeah. they were the down. Now, with the expectations, they noticed the down more than the mm-hmm. up. But they still kind of puttered around 500 until the end of the season. They got hot. They finished 10-7, and seven, and they win the division, and the rest is history. They win the AFC. I don't know if I'd put my eggs in the basket of them being that hot team down the stretch this year, but I, I certainly think it's possible. Yeah, I think you have to consider who they are this year versus who they were last year because it's a great point by you because they're kind of the same team that they are this year they than were they were fl- last year. I, I, I'm gonna While you're talking, I'm going to look up what their record was at this point last year. And I think everyone had really high expectations for this team. I think everyone was on alert that Baltimore, with a healthy Lamar Jackson, getting some of their starting running backs back, getting both Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters back in their secondary. Baltimore is one of the most injured-riddled teams last year. But keeping them in mind, people were still saying, Cincinnati could win that AFC North. It wouldn't be outlandish to say that, even with a healthy Lamar Jackson. I think it's the fact that they're kind of 
they're just doing what they did last year. And like you said, Tom, you you had no expectations of them last year, but because of how far they got and all the way to the Super Bowl, you would have expected them to just say, we're no longer going to be that team that just wins two, loses two, wins one, loses one, right? They, they could be that team that goes 11-6 and six or 12-5 and five and has some good losses on the year but looks pretty rock steady for the majority of the season and plays their way into a possible AFC North division crown, or if not that, it's only because Baltimore had such a great season, but they'd be the number one wildcard team, right? They wouldn't be playing all their games on the road like they did last year, right? They had to go to Vegas, they had to go to Tennessee, go to Kansas City. They were home against Vegas, the Bengals last year. They won the North. They, oh, they did win the division. Right, right, right. So you're wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, but Guess still- what? What's that? I love it when a plan comes together. I just put a cigar in my mouth like uh, Hannibal from the A-Team. Sure. Heading into Week 11 last year, the Bengals were 5-4. and four. Heading into Week 11 this year? They're 5-4, and four, The right? Bengals are 5-4. and four. Wow. Yeah, so I think it's just because of the result of last year. You would have expected them to not be in this position. But does that worry you at all? That because they got that far this year and they're really not able to get over that hump of being a consistent team... Does that worry you for their chances this year? Uh, I don't. Uh, first of all, I don't think they're going to make it this year to the Super Bowl. I think that there are other teams better than them, and that they, you know, got some breaks last year. You need breaks when you want to make a Super Bowl run. It, there's a lot of people like to say, "Ah, oh, you just win by being the better team and executing well." There's always luck involved when it comes to getting to a Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl. It's just, it's just the nature of the beast. Like. You got to get a little lucky. And I don't know if they'll have that same luck this year. I don't know if the balls will bounce the right way. Like, you're telling me that there wasn't a little bit of luck involved. Oh, absolutely. They got sacked nine times, but the other quarterback threw four interceptions. Like, thank you. When's Mm -hmm. that going to happen? Not often. So it was lucky for them that it did happen in that game. So you need a little bit of things to break your way. And I question if those things are going to break their way this year because you can never count on that. And you never know which way it's going to break for which team. So. I don't think they're going to get there this year, but I'm also kind of not surprised that they're kind of spinning their tires a little bit. I do buy into a Super Bowl hangover somewhat, although I think that kind of plagues the teams that win it more than the teams that lose it. It can plague both, but with a young team like Cincinnati, I feel like that creates hunger more than it creates like a, ah, we were so close. Like, ah, can you believe how close we were? And you kind of get hung up on it last Mm -hmm. the entire next season. Rams are for sure Super Bowl hungover. I mean, they won. Uh, that is they won. That's a completely different story. Donald got his ring. Gone. They're a veteran team. That was kind of the end of their road, mm-hmm. and they finished with a bang, and, and now, now they're kind of out. Now they're out, and now Cooper Cup to the IR. He's done that for is, the year. I don't say think, goodbye I don't to think that. he's going to come back. And, and I don't think po- you should bring him back either, honestly. No, and to that point, that team is done. They're done this you, year. You lose Cooper Cup, you're done. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they were going to do anything with Cooper Cup, honestly. They were done anyway. But, yeah, for sure done. But they're old and done. Bengals are young. young. So I see that hunger kind of being the product of but that. But do you also see the, the the youth on that team kind of being a reason why things are a little inconsistent? Right? Maybe that's helping the inconsistency. I think the main reason why things are inconsistent is because they spent all this damn money on their offensive line, and it ain't any better. They yeah, it's still, not better. They still give up 3.6 sacks per game. That's the mm-hmm. most in the NFL. They've given up 32 sacks so far this year. They're mm-hmm. not protecting Burrow. Mm-hmm. And Burrow gets rid of the ball faster than any quarterback not named Tom Brady 
and P.J. Walker, but we ignore P.J. Walker. In that Tom Brady gets rid of the ball that fast for a good reason. Because he's 1,000 years old. But He doesn't want that hit. What Brady's the master at, and he has been for the past 10 years in his third Hall of Fame career, he gets the ball out quick, but he gets it downfield as well. Burrow's mm-hmm. the same way. He gets the ball out quick, but it's not like a screen pass, five-yard dump, six-yard dump. He gets the ball out in 2.57 seconds, and it's going 30 yards down the field to Joe or to Jamar Chase, to mm-hmm. T. Higgins. So you get the ball out quick, and you still have explosiveness in the offense. Now, there are times when Burrow will take a sack himself because he's tough as nails, and maybe he'll hold on to the ball for three seconds, four seconds on a given play, and that'll end up being the play mm-hmm. gets sacked. So I'm not putting it all on the offensive line. Okay. I think they've got a quarterback that's willing to eat one every now and again to yeah, try to make course. a play. He's tough enough to take it. But at the same time, man, you put all of your resources pretty much into that offensive line this offseason. Right. You've got Lael Collins coming in and saying that I'm the bouncer now. You know, Club Burrow's mm-hmm. not going to have any unwanted visitors for the rest of the year. You're a turnstile right now, mm-hmm. dude. Like, Club Burrow, anybody can get into Club Burrow right now. So mm-hmm. that is where I think mainly the inconsistencies come because – it's hard to win games week in and week out when you don't know if your quarterback's going to be protected or not. No, and I think the Bengals, I mean, that was the issue last year. You yeah, just it's the same you just, issue. You just pointed they're out. They're the same team. <laughs> like, I don't know how I have to tell people. They're the same team. Same, same, but not really different. But different. But, but still different, same. But still same. It really, it's James Franco in the interview. They are the same team. No, I. With different pieces. But not really even. I mean, Mainly what, just the O-line has yeah. the different pieces. I mean, you went, like you mentioned, you went out and, and, and spent all that money for the same result. Defensively, you kind of kept your core. And you're solid as ever. You're the 12th best defense in terms of yards per game allowed. You're yeah. the 13th best as far as scoring. And you remember— That's I, where they need to be as a defense. Just be good enough. That they, was a huge criticism going into last season. The was, defense? Was the defense overall and the offensive line. But the defense showed up last season. Defense showed up and has kept up that success. The offensive line, they said, you know what? We'll go out. We'll we'll, we'll deal with it as the season progresses. But look how well our, our quarterback is doing. Look how good our rookie receiver is doing in Jamar Chase. Our defense is doing so much better. We'll fix that problem in the offensive line in the offseason. And they thought they did that. And it's still the exact same. But I guess is it really that detrimental to them because they're still five and four? They're still. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one on one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the playoff line? The defense is exactly what they need it to be. They give up about 20.5 points per game. 
Winnable? When your offense is as good as them, you're supposed to win games where your defense only gives up 20 points per game. They're not world beater status. They don't have a star on that defense either. Like, the best one would maybe be Trey Hendrickson right now, or the yeah, closest one. the flashiest, but that's just but because— But it's like Tomlin says all the time. It's nameless gray faces, but uh -huh. they all collectively work as a unit and they as really 11, well. and they play well together to be a top half of the league defense. So, Despite Eli Apple's— but Eli, okay, I said this last <laughs> night on the advanced scout with Eli Apple. Eli Apple's like Edmonds. He's a oh, guy I think, that people, I think I think Edmonds is better than Eli. Maybe, Apple. but he's a. I mean by this is that he's a guy that people kind of just decided is bad from the jump. He's not as bad as people I didn't think, think he was he that bad in New York. I think he. He's as a he got first older, round pick, and he shouldn't have been. That's, yeah, that's right. That's where it boils down to. But like. The dude will play for five-plus more years. He's a number-two corner on this Bengals team. Mm -hmm. He's been a number-two corner everywhere he's gone. Like, he's bad just based on what the standards were supposed to be for Eli Apple. As far as sure. the standards for the rest of the league, he's an average cornerback. And he gets exposed a lot. Not this year. He gets year. picked on a lot. He's not been picked on as, as much, much this year. No. So, he's been playing bad. Their pass defense has been really good. They're, they're, I thought their pass defense was good last year. The hole in the armor is the run defense right now. They're mm. 17th in the league. That's good Which news because the Steelers just had their best performance on the And ground. you know what? 17th, it's not horrible. It's not terrible. That's, but that's it's, average. Yeah, so it's not awful, awful, but it's definitely the one spot you look at in circle and say, well, at least there's a little bit of a weakness there. And right. Again, I say there's a weakness. But they don't necessarily have a strength. Like they're not top five. Yeah, in the that's category. a great point. They don't take the ball away. Not, as not you top five status. No. They're thirteenth in the league in takeaways, mm -hmm. so they're good at it. They, they'll turn you over if you give them a chance. Right. But it's not like they're the ball hawking Patriots or something like that, sure. just taking everything away from you. So, or the Eagles is a better example this year. They they can't stop picking off quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So, I think that defensively, I look at the Bengals and they're just as steady as can be, and they're kind of exactly what the doctor ordered for that team and. It's kind of a good thing that you have the nameless gray face, not the superstars, because you're going to have to pay that offense. So if you can get yes. away with not paying the defense you're as gonna, much, you that's have a, solid. You have a lot of guys to pay on that offense. Burrow, Chase, Chase Higgins, Higgins, Mixon. Probably not Boyd after this contract's up, just because he's going to get somewhere bigger. Though, yeah, right? And he'll be a two somewhere else. Yeah, right. Mixon, though. You got to pay him, mm -hmm. probably. Although that's another guy I might look at and be like, do we cut costs here? Running back's kind of easy to replace. Yeah, it's, I mean, tough decisions are coming. It's a good. Decision. It's it's, it's kind of nice. Steelers are in a better position right now, just because they're dealing with, they're still dealing with Najee's rookie contract, so they don't yeah. have to deal with that problem for a couple well, years. Well, the big rookie contract is Burrows, and that's going tick Burrows. tick 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 yeah. tick 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 because you got to win when he's cheap because uh -huh. he's going to be, he deserves to set the the high water mark right when he's up to pay. Then to be the next guy over Rogers, do you think he gets more money than Rogers did? Or was Rogers' contract just such an albatross and kind of out of control? Yeah, I think so because Green Bay just didn't want to enter that. But Burrow's getting Mahomes, Allen. Oh, for money. sure, he's getting up. He's got to range. Be. I don't know. I'm not really an expert on contract negotiations or contract uh, worth or, or values, but I I do think he he deserves to be in that tier of Mahomes and and Allen kind of money. Lamar Jackson clearly was supposed to get that, turned it down. 
So I, I don't know who's going to w- be willing to pay Lamar Jackson now that he's saying no to this kind of money. And it's weird because he bet on himself, had an MVP caliber first three weeks, kind of slowed down. Slowed it's kind of coming back now. Yeah, but he's the team, it's, it's, six the, and team, three. the team is coming back. It's not so much that he's having this incredible stretch of games. See, you're in that front office of Baltimore. They're, they're probably saying that same thing to exactly. themselves. But that's a mistake, dude. Like, you got to bring him back. You can't just be like, our team's pretty good. Maybe we plug and play a quarter. Well, you can't. Well, that's not what I'm trying to say. I, I, I think Lamar was stupid. You got to KGB turn down that role. Well, maybe he was stupid, but the Ravens are also money. being stupid. You got to pay him. You got to pay this guy. You got to make it work. Yeah, for pay sure. him a lot up front if you're worried about the longevity. Uh-huh. Give him a ton of money right for the first three years, right, and then maybe the last two years. Of the I mean, he's representing himself. Is he really? St- Cunning enough, smart enough to to see what they would be trying to do with that remains to be seen. If he gets his way, yes, yeah, I and guess this so. is a good idea. But uh, we'll we'll have to see. The best thing he can do for him actually right now is not have the MVP kind of year. He's already done all that. Get to the AFC Championship game at least. Then you really have a lot of leverage on them. Say I I'm not just I'm a, this, I'm a game away from the Super Bowl. Like, not just I'm a guy who can be flashy in the regular season. I can no, I, I can, two postseason games yeah. for you. So well, considering he's only won one in what five years? No, it's getting to be that point. It's yeah, getting to be the point sure. where you really have to start to take a look at it. So, granted, last year, you know, he wasn't even there. So, but you didn't make it. He got injured though. So. Yeah, but mm, okay. All right, not a Lamar fan. I got well, it. Well, I'm not a fan of guys who can't make it to the postseason. Well, he does a lot. He yeah, missed he it just, one time. Just, yeah, Herbert's not going Justin this year. Herbert. I don't think either. So that's a whole other bag of worms to guy? open. I th- you don't think he's good? I think he't good. It's mm-hmm. we- that Chargers team is just weird. I don't really know what's going on with them? I mean, they got unfortunate with injuries. No, to no receivers and I don't yeah. think they're coach. They're not no, in the I agree. coaching. We're talking about the Bengals getting back on topic. We just mentioned Brandon Staley and the Chargers. Zach Taylor better than I thought he was going to be in the past, but still not past the point where I'm like, he's the right guy. I don't think he's not I as mean, bad as Staley. I think that's you, clear. You mentioned this, and I think it's a great point. The team rallies around. They listen to Joe. Joe, yeah, not Zach. Yeah, and I think, but I think but that I think can have a huge. Zach. Like I think, I think it has a huge part in the Super Bowl hangover. Well, I think this. I think as long as Joe respects Zach and Joe has a good Voices, rapport with Zach, yeah, then the team has a good rapport mm-hmm. with Zach. Team's just gonna go wherever Joe goes. That he. Other than Brady, I can't remember a guy a, that a just co- commands guy, troops yeah. and it yeah. wears that C on his chest and actually means it like like Burrow does. Like this guy's run through a wall for him, and 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 he's he's like, turned the franchise around. If ownership in one year, like if ownership did. was stuck in a point where it's like Burrow or Taylor, like it's, it's the easiest no decision yeah, in yeah, the world. It's a no it's not like Belichick Brady, you know. It's when that came to be for them. It's not like what do we do here? What happens? So. I think Taylor's a little bit better than what we thought he was going to be. Still jury out, though, on him being the guy to lead the Joe Burrow era, to lead the Bengals to a Super Bowl. Because let's be honest with you, you've got one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. you got to win a Super Bowl with him, at least one in his career. If you don't, it's a failure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, right now, that's the narrative for a lot of guys. That's a narrative. I mean, it's still very early for Burrow. But Lamar's in that conversation. I mean, think about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got there in what year three of starting games? It was 2010. I think he came in in 08. So his third year, and then never made it back. Same with Drew Brees. Got there in 09, never made it back. And at least they got there and won it, right? But Allen hasn't gotten there yet. 
Lamar hasn't gotten there yet. Burrow's gotten there. We're all looking for that next Marino, and Burrow's got that. He's literally walking on right, that same path. Right. He gets there, loses it early. It's it just it just goes to show, getting to the Super Bowl and winning it is nowhere nearly as easy as it sounds. I mean, even Mahomes, Mahomes won it for sure, but hasn't been, been to back, another one. Has has went to another one, got torched. torched. Not his fault. No, their line was their shambles. offensive line. Yeah, and. The, t- uh, the 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 Buccaneers defense was just that good. They were the monsters that yeah. year. They were all around the best team in football. But it it just shows with guys like I just mentioned: Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, and now Burrow. This uh, arguably four of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, and together they have one Super Bowl win. That's and a couple it. more appearances, a couple oh, more L's, three, and then two more L's between Burrow and Mahomes. So they got to get to the Super, and I don't know if Taylor's that guy. I, I agree. I don't no, know I if agree. He's the guy That's that why can I brought it up. Yeah, I past agree. that promised land, and and maybe you don't need the best coach in that kind of scenario because the team kind of is such a self-sustaining, talented monstro- mm-hmm. monstrosity. But I think a great coach can just make enough tweaks to make enough, great yeah. elite and just be that leader. Kind of just say. But that's the thing we were just talking about. Do they need that? Well, they kind of well, have it in number nine. I guess so. I guess so. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I I get what you mean though. Like a motor, I I tend to gravitate towards motivator coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Tomlin motivator, sure. Vrabel motivator, sure. Pete Carroll motivator. These guys are all my favorite kind of coaches that I follow. Yeah, and Taylor does not strike me as a motivator. No. He's a strategist guy, right? Like he's an X's and O's. He's an X's he's and a, O's guy. I'm gonna yeah. be quiet in my office and I'm just gonna draw plays by myself, like that kind of guy. Burrow's the motivator. So I get what you're saying that, you know, you get a nice coach that they can give a nice... I mean, Cower was amazing. You see the YouTube videos of Cower speeches, especially it's after the, the, the Indy win. Right. P- PZ saying that they shot him in Denver. Like, it's unbelievable when you can command a locker room like that. Taylor doesn't have that in my mind, but I wonder if you need it when you have a player like Burrow who can mm-hmm. do it for you. I think you want it, though. Oh, you, you I think want you definitely it, want it. But I don't think they're lacking the, hey... I'm gonna have the troops run through a brick wall for this well, game. Well, I'm not Burrow saying that, but just head. a guy who knows how to just say, "Okay, yeah, we made it to the apex. We made it to the Super Bowl. Didn't get there. This is how we respond." Kind of guy. And what's interesting about him is, as this is now what his third year at the helm, Zach he's, Taylor has been married to Burrow pretty much the entire time. Yeah, is third Don't, or fourth? You want to see him start to improve as a head, get a little head coach savvy, right? Sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. Start to do some things that are a veteran instead of a young head coach. Mm-hmm. Kind of look across the sidelines and see a Brandon Staley and just be like, "I got this guy. This dude has no yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be ten steps ahead of him the entire game on both sides of the football." I think it's too early to absolutely label him as not improving yet, but he does strike me as a guy that's just going to be who he always is. And mm-hmm. just a guy who's and nothing more. got a good offensive mind, but maybe he's just geared more to being an OC than a head coach. Or just got very lucky, as you said. Well, he had success as an OC before. You don't just fall into the head coaching job of an NFL team without any sure, experience. Sure, but you get lucky by hat. Did oh. you see what I just did there and you didn't just, even realize it? I didn't know what you said. I say? said you don't fall into a head coaching job in the NFL without any experience. And you said, sure. Indianapolis. Jeff Saturday. Indianapolis. Hello. Yes, that's a great point. I did not see that coming. Well, that was one way over, over my head. head. There. Yeah, way over, you went over my head and behind my back to get that one to pull that one off. But I'm saying too, it helps being someone like Zach Taylor and then having the Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase connection. That's also, I think, something that 
is overlooked often in great head coaches' careers. Mm-hmm. They often have really, really good, good players. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't think that, it's not just you see a Belichick go into a, a band of misfits, no, misfits, I, I, and I, just turns them around. I, on I his think own. what happens there is kind of what you're seeing in New England now. A great coach with an eh roster gets you five and four, four and five. He's Could sneak in as a good seven seed. A bad coach yeah. probably has that Patriots team at like two and seven right, right now. But yeah, he keeps them afloat. But when they put the things on their resume that make them elite Hall of Famers, you got Brady, you got yeah. Dion Branch, you got Randy Moss, you've got great Teddy Bruschi on defense. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore on sure, defense. Yeah. Like. You've got guys, McCarthy and Rodgers. I mean, Tomlin and Ben. And again, yeah, I think Tomlin's a, a great huge, coach, but like, yeah, you need that marriage to really right. be the elite. And he's got it, but I wonder if he, Zach Taylor, Zach is Taylor's lacking got it. Yeah. in his part of that mm-hmm. equation. It's possible. But he that's the thing that's so frustra- it's frustrating. It's frustrating. <laughs> you know what that's from? Mar- no. Beer Fest. Frustrating. Uh, that's something I you've told me to watch. It's frustrating. It it's frustrating. When I see these young coaches married to these horses, Herbert and Burrow, it's like, dude, you guys have it. Take it and run right, with it. Right, why not? You could be a head coach for uh-huh. decades because of this marriage right now. Just, number one, make sure your quarterback likes you. That's number one first and and It foremost. seems that there's no issue between. Not, not yeah. yet between either of them. But again, Herbert and Burrow are a little young to be rocking the boat like that. Although Burrow, when you get to a Burrow, Super Bowl, Burrow deserves a little more. Yeah, Herbert say, can't do anything yeah. yet. He hasn't made right. the playoffs yet. But you have him. Mm-hmm. I would really have expected at least one of those two to hit the ground running and take off and be like, yep, I'm here for a decade because my dude's here for a decade. And they just aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. In fact, people are pointing to the Chargers and saying, are you the reason why this freak is being held back right now? We say that quite a lot on this show. And then I look at the Bengals. Are you the reason why Burrow is getting sacked all the time? Are you the reason yeah. why, you know, things don't necessarily stay consistent week in and week mm-hmm. out? Your offense can be 42 points against Carolina one week and then seven points against Cleveland the, the mm-hmm. week before. Are you the problem with inconsistency? Because someone is. Right. And a lot of the time it it's clearly falls not, at the feet of the head coach. It's clearly not perfect in Cincinnati. It could be a lot better. Here's one thing that surprises me with Cincy before we end this. Okay. Running the football. Yeah. They're 27th in the league with 98 yards per game. But in expected points added, which is like war in football, Mm -hmm. they're only the third, I think they're the second best in that category running the football behind only Baltimore. So sabermetrically and analytically, they're great at running the football. Traditional stat-wise, they don't do it. They don't. Now, maybe Mixon, just when he does get the ball, is explosive, and it's a lack of a volume that has that skew in the stats. But I think they have to go into the bye week and say, we've got a ton of weapons on offense. I love passing the ball. Mm -hmm. Are we better when we run through Mixon? Well, I mean, like you have to also look at the week that he had before the bye week. That was his best performance That's what I'm saying. Like, you look at that, go into the bye week and say, I know it was Carolina – but they're still an NFL team, and they've had a couple wins this year. We torched them. They couldn't even stay on the same field as us. A lot of it had to do with him on the ground. Maybe that's where we go first. Maybe mm-hmm. we're ground first. And then if we're running the ball 125 yards per game, good luck stopping mm-hmm. the rest of the offense. Burrow's only going to have to ball, pass the ball right. 25 times, and he's still going to get 300 yards. So I, I wonder if maybe we see a little identity shift with him starting this week and 
Matt Williamson, I talked to him, I said, is this an awakening last time mm-hmm. they were out there of their running game? And he said, I think this is a good week to really see if that's true or not. Steelers front's healthy and has been a lot better against the rush this year. If so. they can get it done versus the Steelers, then... It's he had about they, 120 yeah. combined yards in week one against the Steelers, but there was a big run play. And other than that, he was, for the most part, kept at bay. So it'll be interesting to see how Mixon performs this week against a, a pretty tough Steelers front and a healthy Steelers A healthy front, one which is, is most important. That's the most key of the equation. Check out the Steelers Weekend Review. It's hosted by Wesley Euler, and it's a recap of the previous game as well as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. New episodes are going to drop for you every Tuesday. It's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Power ranking the NFL next. Ooh, it's week 11. Power ranking. A lot of change. Power rankings. New number one. New number one. I don't know about New that. New number one. No, there better be. I'm going to smack you in the face. Don't know about that. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. Power rankings next on the Steelers standard. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.